so for uh, the people uh, joining us, we have in our panel Scott and Jean. They are both working at Numomo, the creative NFT agency based in Seoul, South Korea. And the purpose of Numomo is to educate creatives about the benefits of tokens and support the most talented creatives with a complete end-to-end -end service in the blockchain and NFT space. Numomo's mission is also to empower the community of creatives and helping them to use tokens to build, grow and maintain a successful brand and hopefully a long-term career. We have with us on the panel Scott Fusion. He's an educational and community organizer expert. He is living in Seoul, South Korea for about more than 15 years now. His domain of expertise is the creative and educational industry that allowed him to develop art events, magazine and social media campaigns. He has a master in education and has more than 10 years of teaching experience at a university in Seoul, South Korea. His course focuses on developing communication skills, cultural awareness, and exploring the intersection of art and technology. Maybe, Scott, you would like to introduce uh, Jin. Yeah, my name is Scott. I'm a co-founder of New Momo. We're the first creative NFT agency in the world. And recently, we've uh, partnered up with Jin. He is helping manage the Korean NFT community right now. This talk is going to be focused a little bit about how he did that. NFTs, as many of you have come to learn, are very popular and a hot topic. And in Korea, they have just started to build within that community NFTs and how artists can start capturing more value from their digital art. So Jin has been instrumental in building that community through different digital tools um, like Kakao and Clubhouse. And so he has really boosted his expertise and knowledge also in the NFT space in the last month because of his involvement uh, in many Clubhouse rooms and also working uh, closely with us. His education level, we believe, is going to really help new collectors and artists find different ways to engage in the space. And so we're really excited to start working with him and learning more about some of his his future kind of out, outlooks and future projects that he wants to help create to bring more awareness to NFTs and art in Korea. So again, thank you, Jin, for sharing your time with us today. In this talk, as you guys have seen maybe in the uh, advertisement for the room, we're going to be discussing specifically how to build your on community and how to keep engaging with your followers and how to sell uh, digital NFT art. And so Jin has also been working with a lot of new artists coming into the space, Korean artists specifically, helping them set up on different platforms like OpenSea and Rarible. And I think he is going to be able to share some really awesome insight and valuable tips on how to start building that community and finding support within the artist community and also finding some collectors along the way. Jin, take it away. Tell me tell me first a little bit about who you are and what gets you really excited about Oh thank you Scott. Still actually I was I was trained as a 
musician growing up in Korea, and I studied classical music, and but it was quite costly to pursue that career in Korea, so I had to stop somewhere after uh, high school. I uh, I come from a, a music, music background, but because I went to art school and I, I hung out with other students who were studying fine art or contemporary dance and things like that, I know what it's like to take that risk and be an artist out there, and especially in Korea. When I first time discovered, when I first time got to know NFTs, it got me really excited because NFTs provide alternative path to global market, and it basically it allows you to take a chance and get a quick response from the market. You know, directly you get a very quick feedback. Like, you know, if you don't do well, it, it just it tells you something, and that you can adjust that. But in real world and in traditional world, that takes way longer to go through all that. Because like, even if you, for example, if you email, if, if you send an email to a gallery to get feedback, most of the time they're not going to reply. And so so what I like about NFT space is that um, it's very, the market always responds. Like as long as you promote your work and yourself and uh, do your homework, and if, if you can move your pieces, that's something that you need to take notice and re-examine your work and think about your approach again and that forces you to become a better artist and that's what gets me excited about the nsp space yeah cool yeah i, I like this I, I i didn't know that you were a musician so it's really interesting to to learn actually today i think that tells a lot about why you want to help other artists come into the space and build out their nft careers and start using the digital tools to help capture more value from their digital art. Today, as we had discussed before, I think the first question is how to build your online community. For me, as we were, as Clubhouse became more popular for new NFT artists and talking about NFTs, I think that was something that's a powerful tool for creating that community. But then after, after Clubhouse, what's next? And so can you talk a little bit about how you've taken some of the Clubhouse experience and Clubhouse followers into different, into different communities in a way that will help them build communities and help each other with posting and social media and help each other with new project ideas? What have you done specifically in Korea to take people uh, from Clubhouse on two different platforms you know it's a it's a great tool it's probably my favorite uh social network at the moment and it's really great it's very basically unlike youtube or podcast is it's 100 live it's extremely useful and but the problem is it's very difficult to share something with others for example documents or any anything like that normally people in nft space like to use discord but in korea discord is exactly the most popular program in the country. We decided to use an app called Kakao Talk. It's Korean equivalent of WhatsApp, and it's not as it's not as it's not as it doesn't really have that many functions. It's very simple, very straightforward. But that's what we use to communicate with, with each other off Clubhouse, and also you can easily share hyperlinks or small files, things like that. And we were able to move move the artists we met on Clubhouse to 
the Cacao Cacao Talk because we made various documents for the artist because on Clubhouse, like if you, for example, explain how to buy an Ethereum in Korea and uh, how to send your Ethereum to your MetaMask, is you, know, you have to repeat that every time you meet someone new. One of the people I was uh, working with made a PDF file. It was basically a step-by-step guide for, for people who never used cryptocurrency before. So in order for people to get that file, they, they needed to join our Kakao Talk public chat room. And uh, that's how we were able to move people from the clubhouse and off to the Kakao Talk. Great. So there, I think you highlighted providing value. Uh, for people to acquire new knowledge on a different platform in order to move them from Clubhouse onto a a different platform to exchange ideas. I think that's also one thing that New Momo highlights within their artist group as well, is being able to take people from different platforms. And if you can provide value in the sense of education, provide value or as access as well, uh, or provide value in a way that they are going to be able to meet also people. I think that to me is probably the best way to build that community as I've been watching within the Korean space. I think also too, uh, as we have been experiencing more and more of NFT groups on Facebook and NFT groups on discords. One thing that I've noticed is how a lot of the artists who are participating, one of the common themes seems to be retweeting and using that strategy to either, you know, find new artists to help you with your art or also find collectors who want to see it. Can you talk a little bit about how retweeting works, particularly within the the Korean community and what kind of strategies you guys have been using to help um, other artists get retweeted and grow their own followers. The biggest problem we were facing was the fact that don't really like Twitter in Korea. That was the the main issue. And in Korea, the number one social network platform is Instagram. When I told the Korean artists that, that you need to get on Twitter, they didn't like it because uh, Twitter isn't exactly the easiest app to use. At first, it was very awkward for them. Plus, you have to start with zero followers. And also, in, 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 in NFT space, English is very difficult to communicate and with other artists or collectors. And it's very difficult to connect with effective connection. What we did was that basically we formed a Twitter gang. We, we basically followed each other and, and each person like, yeah, we were working as a group, but every day uh, like, uh, people like me were on Clubhouse talking with artists from other Asian countries or elsewhere. And some other people were on Instagram and talking to other people there. So we were making like a small little connections here and there individually, even though we were basically following each other. So at the beginning, it was a big echo chamber. We were just basically tweeting to each other. So it wasn't very effective at the beginning, but slowly and gradually, we were able to newer followers, non-Korean followers, like outside of 
people outside of our group became more effective to promote current artists and uh, their work. And it's still a work in progress. Largely, it's still a big echo chamber, in my opinion. I've, I've been trying to get like as many uh, followers as possible because so that I can retweet other current artists' tweet on Twitter. I can get their work out there in larger uh, NFT community. You're still a lot to do, but this uh, there was our approach. And to be honest, we didn't plan it. It wasn't exactly. We were just basically trying things out, and it seems to be working pretty well at the moment. And yeah, that's basically why we did Twitter. Great. I think as I've been, I've been in these cacao chat rooms as well, just watching one, watching everyone participate in retweeting and Twitter campaigns. One thing too that I've been noticing that I don't know happens in traditional art world is the celebration that actually happens between artists who get art sold. Can you talk a little bit about how the NFT art market has really helped foster this new online community where before a lot of times the artists that I've talked to, they haven't had a singular kind of focus where all the artists can work on one one direction. But in the in these NFT rooms, I, I feel like all the artists are moving towards learning about NFTs, learning about how to, you know, turn their digital art into digital value. Can you talk a little bit about why you think that's important for building community? Because I think it's because it's very new to all of us, this NFT space. And especially for English-speaking artists, it's, it's even more frightening because, for one, a lot of them don't know much about crypto scene, crypto art in general. And two, of course, there's a language barrier. It's very, it's not a, it's, it's not a smooth process. It's very, it can be quite painful for that. So that naturally, because of that, like naturally people like instinctively help each other. Like in, in traditional art world, yeah, it's very, it's very, it's somewhat secretive. Like artists don't really share everything about what they're doing or what, or their techniques are like with other artists, but NFT space, like you, I can't, sp I can't really speak to other communities, but in, in Korean NFT community is very, they know that in order to, I don't want to say survive, but in order to sustain themselves in NFT space, they just have to help each other. And it gives them a sense of, sense of, what's the word I'm looking for? Com comer, comerarity? Is that the word? Anyways, yeah. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, so it's been very, it's been very amazing. Like uh, the celebratory thingy. Yeah, sometimes I get all teary because it's it's really awesome to see them go from from like struggle struggling to make a, a wallet to getting a, like over two Ethereum auction on foundation. So it's been a quite a journey. And to be honest, like I, I, it's been like things happen so fast these days like it's very difficult for me to explain what exactly happened in the last months but i think because it's very new to them it's very and that 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 really for that really made them more generous towards each other and then and, and basically support each other to succeed in the space great yeah i like that re reference about watching them struggle but being able to help them and then celebrating when they make sales and sharing that moment 
I think that's one thing that is really important that helps with online communities is being able to share the hardships and also being able to share the celebrations as a way to you know motivate those who are just getting into the space, showing people that it is possible, and also giving people access to each other in a way that I don't think really happened before. A lot of the conversations that I witnessed on Clubhouse and then subsequently on Kakao have been really motivational and inspirational for me because I'm watching people go through the learning process in real time and having that happen in such a short amount of time with this kind of new technology that has been here for a while but hasn't really been hasn't been used in in the way that can support artists as it is doing today so i think that's something that's really important that you do that and you do it very well where you give people almost a sounding board you give artists a kind of an emotional outlet because it, it is a tough profession, right? It's a tough journey to be an artist and try to create art and then subsequently try to sell the art. And so having someone like yourself there to help them, I think is a huge uh, benefit for not just the artists, but also for the entire NFT art scene and digital art scene in Korea, because it is still being established. It's still not something that is common if you walk around and ask the average person what an nft is in korea at least they do not know the small sample size on clubhouse and cacao they they have a better understanding but that's only i would say maybe a few thousand most people don't understand what nfts are except for maybe just seeing people with his recent success on christie's or maybe recent success on Sotheby's, but you've talked to me a little bit before about how those big artists um, are the only ones that might be known within the Korean community, but the other artists that are being celebrated are, are not as well known. Can you talk a little bit about what the community finds the most motivational besides being able to sell your art? What else within your community that you're building, what else have you seen is something that is a common topic that everyone can share and everyone can connect with. Uh, the, the most common topic definitely is the the price of Ethereum, and I think it's I think it's more I think it's more of a psychological thing because what I've been noticing is that at at first the artist is so it can be a little bit scary because because in crypto like you you, you really gotta be careful right you are responsible for everything basically your wallet and so at the beginning they don't really have energy they don't really have the time and energy to pay attention to what's happening in nft space i think but once once they start moving their pieces and, and that's when they uh, open up and uh, pay attention to to more to what's happening they they study other artists in the space not necessarily the ones who were already famous before in nfts but the ones that came with the NFTs. For example, I don't know if it's, I don't know if, I don't know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe like, for example, uh, Corey Van Noe is a good example, right? Like Corey people had absolutely no idea who he was until NFTs came around. And so 
artists like him. So at the beginning, they, they're just focusing solely on like how to get their work on like OpenSea or Rarible or wherever. And then once they feel safe and once they feel like they're a part of the community and once they feel like they're uh, finally in the space, that's when they slowly uh, start to pay attention to to more celebrated artists in the space. And so I think it's, I think it's just a matter of time before they those artists are uh, more more better known among Korean artists. But but right now, still many artists are jumping into the space. So I think they're just too busy getting used to using uh, cryptocurrency and, and also learning, learning about blockchain and smart contract, all the basic things. So I think that's I think that's basically like a general progression among the average Korean artists in the space right now. I don't know if, I don't know if that answers your question, but... Uh, yeah, no, it, it does. I think that's one of the most interesting things about NFTs is how people that we might never have heard of uh, are now being celebrated. Their voices being heard, either visually or literally, as in they are speaking on Clubhouse. And having Clubhouse just provide more access to everyone. I think that's something that's really important as a mechanism for promoting what is happening between digital artists now. I think too, as we continue to move forward with NFTs, the scene has changed. We've noticed it at New Momo that a few months ago, you could literally throw anything up uh, on a platform and it would get sold or bought. Sorry, it would get bought pretty quickly. And people that were collecting the NFTs seem to just be buying them regardless of who made them or you know what they were about. But about a week ago, I would say, or towards the end of this month, you've seen a, a little bit of a shift, a decline in NFTs being purchased. You can go check some of the blockchain websites out there that track NFT market circulation, and you'll find that the NFTs have uh, been going down a little bit. But as the NFTs are going down in sales volume, the community still continues to rise. I was wondering, this kind of goes into our second question, how do you keep engaging with your followers or how do you keep engaging with your super fans? I've been reading this article by Lee Jin. It's not a new article by any means, but it talks about the 100 super fans. It's an article derived from Kevin Kelly's 1000 True Fans. And as we are building out New Momo's current roster of artists, as we're helping new Korean artists enter into this space. What are what are some ideas that you are trying to explore with helping artists create or find their you know one hundred super fans that are going to be their collectors and going to support them as they are entering into this space? I don't think that there is a right or wrong answer at this point because this space is so new. Uh, I'm just thinking a little bit more about a general concept of what you, how you think Korean artists can start engaging with local audiences, local collectors in Korea, but then also, but also then reaching the, the global audience as well. What, uh, what are some projects or ideas that are you working on that you can talk? About? Personally, I think Clubhouse is still the best tool to use. What we've been doing is that the, we've been running Korean artist showcase rooms on Clubhouse. 
and because I I still think that we can't really we can't really it's really hard to find a Korean collector at the moment. I think I think they're still slowly joining the space, but I think it's too early to promote their work towards them. We're still focusing on our global market, so we've we have ran at least ten fifteen Korean showcase rooms on Clubhouse so far, and we've been able to connect many artists with the their. I look. I want. I don't know about super fans, but definitely collectors, and and they've been remaining in contact on Twitter or Instagram. So they are building that relationship between the creator and the collector. And of course, they have to rely on Google Translate. So, but so it's not perfectly smooth. But but they can always reach out to me and ask for help. It's been very successful. We've moved many pieces so far. So I'm extremely happy about that. So. That's that's our current method at the moment, but I I feel like Clubhouse been a little bit slower this day. We should we need to definitely uh, come up with uh, other ideas. But but I heard that the Clubhouse will be available on Android, so maybe maybe we should maybe we should wait and see if that really happens pretty soon. But currently engaging with global global market. On Clubhouse has been like the most successful strategy for us so far. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I I, I like those. Those rooms seem to definitely be helpful. They, that's how a lot of the the Western English speaking side helps sell new artist drops as well. I think that's a great way for artists to connect uh, in person. What's a upcoming project for New Momo that is going to help? Address some of these challenges of engaging with collectors and fans that uh, you're working on presently. Uh, we are hosting an NFT exhibition and workshop in May, and I'm extremely excited about that because we will have workshops for collectors as well as artists. And I'm sure many Korean collectors are very about NFTs, and I'm sure we will be able to educate those collectors at our ex- exhibition in May. I'm really looking forward to that. And also, the community uh, has been re- growing rapidly because like, the, the artists who are in our community have other artist friends. They uh, spread the word, and we get new people every day. And uh, they're also very excited about our exhibition as well because they'll be able to see pieces from artists like People and Trevor Jones and Corbin and many others. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so I'm really excited about our exhibition. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited about that as well. I think that's going to be really helpful for bringing NFT culture, NFT, the space to uh, a lot of the traditional collectors, as the art gallery Punto Blue is an emerging art gallery in Sunsu area, which is a hot place right now dedicated towards art. And it's becoming more and more of a, a nesting ground for artists and create souls creative development. So I'm, I'm really excited to have the exhibition uh, with them as well. One thing that I was thinking also uh, about is how teas and with that community and with building community, how it's transferred from individuals trying to make it and instead communities trying to make art more visible, more attractive and something that is worth um, collecting. Can you talk a little bit about 
Mokna and what we're planning on doing to bring more of Korean art into a global um, audience, but also at the same time build, build a museum that will highlight this radical shift in our time where artists are now able to NFT um, their digital art and make it permanently part of a blockchain and part of this new digital renaissance that we're experiencing. Can you talk a little bit about what Mokna is and what goals it's trying to achieve for uh, Korean uh, artists and art and how New Momo is going to be helping curate uh, this experience? Mokna stands for uh, Museum of Quality Art. And it's basically, we're trying to build the biggest collection for Korean NFT artists. And, and I think it, it's three purposes. One is the artists can use as a tool to tell a story because storytelling is extremely important when it comes to, when it comes to, when it comes to promo, promoting your artwork and get, and to get collectors interested in your work as well. It's something that they can, artists who are, who participate will have will be able to use Mokna as a tool for storytelling and also I think five maybe five, ten years from now, I think we will be able to look back to stay and uh, and celebrate all the um, Korean artists who jumped into the space at early days. And also it will be act as a bridge between the global NFT market and Korean uh, artist community, and and we will use Bogna to attract collectors around the world, and also we will we will be able to form even bigger community around uh, because artists will be able to help each other and also like promote each other and support each other working with the project. Great, great. So yeah, just to kind of recap here, so Mokna is the Museum of Korean NFT Art. It the problem that I think you're talking about solving with Mokna is a lot of Korean artists are having a difficult time with promoting themselves and especially now with so many NFT artists into this space, trying to define and separate yourself is becoming more and more challenging. So Mokna will help Korean artists do that. It will give them a origin story. It'll give them a home where they can then share uh, a collective a collective space that is used to promote something larger than just their art right it's promoting the forming of korean nft art it's talking about the next digital visual identity of a lot of what the outside world will perceive is korean art i think that's a really important point to to have not addressed this problem. It'll also help with the language barrier, right? So as you said, many Koreans were having a difficult time speaking English. So that is something that can, that especially New Momo and, and yourself can help provide, as I've seen you also help Korean NFT artists communicate with English collectors and facilitate that those transactions. So that's really good. And then the last problem I think Mokna will solve is, as you said, helping connect global collectors to Korean NFT artists. And so hopefully we will be the people that will want to participate in NFT, in the Mokna in Museum of Korean NFT Art, will want to be pioneers, will want to be the 
the ones leading this next wave of Korean art and culture into the global space. And so I think that's something that is really good for having an origin story for Korean artists where they can build community of people that have a like-minded uh, approach towards art and NFTs. And then it uh, is also a place for a lot of discussions and engagement between Korean artists within Korea, but then also with artists and collectors outside of Korea. I'm really excited about this project and uh, I'm really happy that you're heading this, heading the Mokna and, and going to be a, a very integral part to the future of the Museum of Korean Art. Thanks again. Mimi, it looks like we are almost done. Uh, yes. Thank- time does fly. The last question was how to sell uh, digital token art. And again, I think now, the, for me at least, the research I've been doing and as I've been collecting also new pieces, I've been a lot more cautious about collecting NFT art because there is just, there's so many artists now. There's so many people throwing up art and onto the different NFT platforms that I do a lot more research on who the artist is. I see if the artist is linked to bigger projects. I see if they're active on Discord and Twitter and Instagram. I'm not too concerned with websites because kind of everyone can throw up a website. I'm looking more at the engagement. Is the artist engaging the community on Twitter? Are they part of one or two Discords? Are they experimenting not just with, yeah, are they experimenting with how they're releasing their art, what they're talking about, the story that they're building? I think that's something that is changing within the entire nft landscape there are a lot of new projects that are going to i think solve some of these problems that a lot of artists are having and i'm a little bit biased but i do believe that the projects that new momo are doing where we are helping write articles about nftr creating space for koreans to build that community within the nft space and i'm really looking forward to how artists are going to use their creativity and ingenuity in these next coming months um, to differentiate themselves and stand out amongst all the different NFT artists out there. And really appreciative of Jin because he has some great ideas. He's been helping one one particular new artist into Momo and so really excited for her upcoming artwork. And I just think too, as a collector, from a collector's perspective, the story is probably the most important aspect to why we would why I I would pay a thousand, two thousand um dollars for NFT art now. For me it's gone beyond just does it technically look good? It now has to be linked to some something that is in my for me that I care about. So if it's like the NFT art piece uh about the eco situation that Um, many people are talking about or an NFT art piece talking about the social unrest that's happening in Myanmar or an NFT art piece that is talking about the censorship that happens within Nigeria. These kind of NFT art pieces to me transcend the what was being sold in the beginning to what you know to what is being sold now. I, I also think too that it doesn't have to generally doesn't necessarily have to be connected to serious topics as long as there is some sort of uh, underlying story for me i think it's just a really good example of an underlying story 
would be like Pixar's Inside Out, right? Like that emotional story that we can all connect with. So if the art piece has some sort of, if it triggers those basic emotions that we all feel and, and experience and then link that to a memory that we can all share and enjoy or share and just feel together, I think those are also the pieces that are going to be more sought after in the next few months. Jin, what about yourself? As, as you've been seeing some of the Korean artists have, having success selling their art on OpenSea and whatnot, what, are there any common threads that you're, you're seeing as to why Korean artists are being able to sell their art on OpenSea or Airbnb? One thing I noticed is that many of Korean artists in the space right now are come from uh, traditional or in Korea. Unlike most of other NFT artists in the space, in Korean community, most of the community members are from come from the traditional art world. Surprisingly, the ones been very successful lately are like fine art artists. I think that speaks to how important it is to to have meaning and, and depth in your work. And also some of the other ones been successful lately, they studied the NFT space very closely. For example, this one artist dropped his Genesis piece yesterday and was on pixel art on OpenSea. But what made it different from tons of other ones on OpenSea was that it was carefully thought out. It is full of content. Basically, he is planning to produce 300 different characters and each one has a unique story. And he, the collection, the entire collection is called Minor Heroes. So he created heroes with the superpowers, but I don't know if, I don't know if I can call them superpowers, but it's uh, superpowers that have very little use for real life. It's like, for example, this one, one hero is called a TV girl, I think. And her superpower is that when she sits in front of her TV, the remote control automatically comes to her. And it's, yeah, it's silly, but funny, but each, Hero comes with a uncover content, and when you purchase uh, one of his NFTs, you get to open the unlockable, and uh, it comes with the uh, origin story or uh, fun fact about uh, the hero that you bought from his collection. And it was really fun little project, and everyone fell in love within our community. So even before he even before he tweeted out his about his Genesis piece almost got sold out. I asked him if it was his, it really was his Genesis piece because I just couldn't believe it because he knew, like he did, he tweeted about his work prior to his drop. So he knew, like he knew how to do build up before the actual drop. He did everything right basically. And that was, I was so shocked how good he was and so the ones that are coming into the space right now they they know that they need to do good actually they really have to bring value value into the space so i think that's a big difference and uh, yeah so that's basically what i've been noticing for the past week great thanks cool yeah Mimi, do you want to wrap it up here with uh, francesca i'm sure she has a question Yes, I think Francesca has got a question, so please unmute yourself. I have two questions, but one Jin already answered, so thank you. The other question was, have you seen, so have you seen like similar models of that kind of community, or is it something that's 
very unique. Speaking of the NFT community where lots of artists come together and support each other and inspire each other. Have you seen that in other countries, either where you're baseball or or anywhere else in the world? And what do you think of those models and how have you made yours different? What if someone didn't have the language barrier and was trying to choose a community where they would feel comfortable? What would make yours different to the other? If that, if my question made sense. It makes sense perfectly. And but to be honest, like I, I think it was, I think we, we were able to form this very tight community because we were facing challenges basically. And that basically forced us to help each other and support each other. But, but the community is extremely um, supportive and uh, generous. I don't think it applies to non-English speaking communities, but I've seen some other Asian uh, communities in the space, for example, like Hong Kong, the ones from Hong Kong and Singapore, they have uh, their own Discord and they also organize job parties for the artists from that region. They've been very active in the space as well. Also, last night, there was a Cuban NFT community room on, on Clubhouse and it was organized by a famous photographer who is originally from Cuba. So he's, he was basically, and he's already very successful in the space. So he was basically making things easier for his fellow Cuban citizens. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's just something, it's just us, but I see very similar uh, models, if you will, in other cultures as well, which is uh, awesome. It really is. Thanks for answering my question. Okay, so we are running over the time in the end. Thank you so much, Scott and Jean, for your insight about the marketing and how to engage the community. Indeed, I think that, as you mentioned earlier, the NFTs is still relatively new, so it will evolve and change. So that's why it's really important to fix some bounds and immediately at the beginning. And if does anyone have another question? to ask when we have the expert panel on stage or then otherwise we can gently return to our home and daily lives. Thank you so much for joining us today and the transcript and the podcast will be available very soon, I promise, <laughs> very soon on the uh, Agra website and then, of course, on the Numomo website. Maybe, Scott, you can tell us again a bit uh, more about what's happening at, at Numomo's for the artists. What are, are, you plan, are your plans? Do you have uh, still the Udemy course? Ooh, that's true. wonderful. Okay, just when I was uh, asking the, the silly question. Okay, no worries. Thank you, everyone, for joining. And ah, Iria. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so for us, we're still always looking for artists to partner with. In particular, we're looking for artists who want to explore a career in NFTs, something long-term that is going to help bring them into the space and allow us to help them with projects, with collaborations, and with building out a long-term vision for them. So if you are interested, just go to our website or go to my Instagram or Jin's Instagram, and you can see the links. There's a few links on, on there for artist applications, discovery calls, and different links to our website. So. 
yeah, we're always open. DMs are always open as well. We believe that communication is one of the most important parts of being in this space and working together. So looking forward to hearing from everyone. Perfect. All right. Thank you, uh, everyone. And talk to you, or uh, yes, talk to you very soon. Take care. Thank you, Amy. Bye. Bye. Bye.